The U.S. military drops its high school educational requirement for enlistment. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of Thinking Out Loud. Today, we're going to be talking about this article right here. Got a quick one for you. Military.com, Army drops requirement for high school diploma amid recruiting crisis. So this is something we've already talked about in the past, this uh, recruitment crisis. The, the U.S. military struggling to find new uh, recruits to keep up the military-industrial complex, to keep up the system of military bases around the world to uphold the U.S. empire. In a past video, we talked about some of the cash bonuses they were giving out, student loan debt forgiveness, things like that. And now it looks like as of a couple months ago, the U.S. military has now dropped the requirement that you have to have a GD or a high school diploma. Let's go ahead and jump into this article right here, guys. It says, 18 high school military recruits received their oath of enlistment from Lieutenant General Xavier Brunson, commander of America's First Corps at St. Martin University, Lacey, Washington, May 3rd. 2022 now before we jump into the actual reading here i just want to like zoom in on this image here for a little bit and i want you to tell me what you see because i'll tell you what i see i see a bunch of children man and we've talked about this before the u.s military coming in and getting these kids so fucking young 17 18 16 15 in one of the videos we talked about them uh using Online games like Fortnite and Call of Duty to talk to kids as young as 12 to start grooming them for military service. But, I mean, just look at this picture. Look at their faces, man. These are fucking kids. You know, I wanted to join the U.S. military at one point as well because I was a dumb fucking kid. You know, and I was signed up and ready to enlist at 17. I'd signed all the paperwork and my parents had signed off on it, too. And I was a fucking kid. I was a goddamn child. And they, they don't, nobody sees any fucking problem with it. But these are kids. You know, and when I look at this, you know, I start thinking about, you know, that cliche of like, oh, it's just kids fighting in these wars. You know, you see that cliche thing from moms or whatever in fucking war movies, right? But it's true. And, and you know, looking at this image coming to mind is, you know, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse-Five. Uh, which is known by another title, um, A Children's Crusade, right? And he gave it that secondary title because when he was sitting down to write this book, right, and he was going around to his old war buddies and, and fellow veterans and talking to them, he was t sitting down with one at the kitchen table talking, and the guy's, his buddy's wife comes out and just lambasts the two of them, goes on a whole rail against them, t talking about how you guys were just children, fighting in these wars, killing other children. And she just, you know, let, let them have it, right? She said, you don't need to be writing another war book. Uh, and at the end of the soliloquy or whatever, the monologue, she said, if you're going to write this book, I want you to title it A Children's Crusade because that's what that war was. That's what World War II was, A Children's Crusade. And so we ended up with that secondary title to um, Kurt Vonnegut's seminal novels a slaughterhouse five right and that that title that term a child a child's crusade a children's crusade has a deeper meaning too it goes back to the actual crusades uh between i think somewhere between the third and the fifth crusade there was something called the children's crusade where you know these children had grown up hearing stories about their crusades and the bravery and the heroism but how they had inevitably failed and blah 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 right 
And so children all throughout Europe got up and left their homes from, you know, peasant children to impoverished urban children uh, to try to go to the Holy Land and win it for themselves. And they got, I think, thousands of them, if not tens of thousands of children together in this children's crusade. And they got to the, you know, shores of the Mediterranean and somehow or another manages to pay some shippers to, you know, sail them across to Palestine, to the Holy Land, to Jerusalem, right? And then they were never heard from again. They just disappeared. And obviously historians suspect that they were sold into slavery or, or who knows what, something terrible, right? Maybe the ship sunk at sea. But the moral behind that story of the Children's Crusade it is really the futility of war. And the reality that it's children killing children. You know? And when I look at pictures like this, that's what I think of. And anytime we think about war, be it a just war, an imperialist war, whatever kind of war it is, or, or whatever, we need to think about who does the fighting and the killing. We always, as leftists, as communists, we always need to remember that. It's not just a game on a chessboard. I mean... You know, it's important for us as Marxists to zoom out and take the, the bigger dialectical, the material um, examination of these situations in, in, in judging the morality or the or correct um, policy of engaging in war. But we can never forget about the human cost of these things and, and that it's children that are doing the fighting and the dying. But all right, guys, that's enough of a literature and history lesson for me. Let's jump into the reading here. You come here for politics, right? For military.com says, The Army is tossing its mandate for potential recruits to have a high school diploma or GD certificate to enlist in the service. And one of the most dramatic moves yet in the escalating recruiting crisis hitting the entire Defense Department. On Thursday, the service announced that individuals may enlist without those previously required educational certificates. If they ship to basic training this fiscal year, which ends on October 1st. Recruits must also be at least 18 years old and otherwise qualify for a job in the active duty Army. They also must score at least a 50 on the Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery or the ASVAP. An SAT style quiz meant to measure a potential recruit's academic ability. So a couple things here. Not only are they getting rid of the GED and high school diploma, um, requirement. They want you to join immediately, right away. They want you to ship out to basic by October fucking first. So what is that? Not only do they want them young and dumb, they want them here yesterday. They want you here now. They don't want you to think about it. They want you to fucking join up because you're in a desperate strait. Crazy shit. Let's see here, guys. It says a 50 on the test is a relatively low score, with 31 being the minimum to require to qualify for service. Combat arms jobs such as infantrymen and cavalry scouts need only minimal scores to serve, while admin work such as human resources specialists or public affairs require scores of 100 or higher. So even with their little SAT quiz, they don't. It doesn't even need to be that high. It, it pretty much as long as you can fucking hold a gun and you know presumably speak english or use sign language you can fucking join in you know going on here guys says previously the army would allow people to enlist if they hadn't finished high school yet at the age of 17 with parental consent those recruits typically wouldn't ship to basic training until they completed school so now they got you going out to basic before you've even finished your fucking degree it's just crazy 
The change follows another shift in policy this week when the service relaxed its tattoo rules, allowing potential recruits to enlist with tattoos on their hands and neck, which previously needed waivers. Ending this off here, guys, says, The Army and its sister services have scrambled this year, offering increasingly generous benefits and policy tweaks in an effort to improve recruiting numbers. The Army has hit 40% of its recruiting goals this year. Not looking good. With the struggle to fill the ranks seemingly so grim, the Defense Department reduced its planned total force size because prior recruiting goals were out of reach. So this isn't even, the they don't even have 40% of their original goal. They had to cut that because they realized they weren't going to fucking do, be able to do it and they didn't want to look so bad. Those challenges come amid a low unemployment rate and a competitive civilian job market with employers offering increased wages and benefits even for entry-level jobs. All right, guys, so we got a few things here. I just went ahead and got the reading out of the way quick. Try to bang this fucker off quick for you guys. Um, so they're getting rid of the GED and high school equivalency requirement. And then you don't even have to score well on the ASVAP, the SAT little thing that they fucking do. Um, and they want you to ship out quick. They want you there quick. Um, I mean, this is just crazy to me because at one point I had wanted to join the U.S. Marine Corps, if you can believe that. And um, they let me sign up at 17 with the um, signatures of my parents, right? But you had to get your diploma and then you'd ship out like a year after your fucking diploma. And during that time, they have you go into these fucking warrior meetings and all this weird propaganda shit. I mean, they're brainwashing you, getting you ready for the basic, right? Doing running and shit and chanting and all that fucking weird shit. You know, thank God for me, uh, about a few months into that, around Halloween, I had a fucking, I ate, I ate too many mushrooms and had a massive trip and it was not a good trip. It was not a good trip at all, and I learned a lot of shit about myself and had some revelations about the way shit works, and I had to wheedle my way out of that, and that was a whole fucking process, man, especially being 17, going up against a recruitment sergeant. I mean, crazy shit. So thankful, thankfully for me, I got out of it, but, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of this video, I mean, these are fucking kids, and you are too young and fucking stupid to make a decision like this to join the Army. It's bad enough that they'll fucking let you take out these loans, when you're a dumbass like that, I mean, that should just be, you know, uh, free, tuition-free college, right? Obviously, but the fact that they'll let you sign your b body off to the goddamn Uncle Sam U.S. government to go and kill brown people and get blown up when you're fucking 18, when you're 18 and too, and sorry for me saying, too stupid to get your diploma in high school. And I understand that there's people that don't get their diploma because they're having, you know, interpersonal issues or home issues and, and issues with poverty and that's why it happens but i mean this is sick guys this is them going and going along here too it says uh waving tattoo requirements and piercings and then i read somewhere recently as well that in the past they've expedited or waived prisoners sentences for nonviolent crimes if they agreed to join the army and i suspect we'll be seeing more of that too but what is this all saying what is this all saying this is saying that the U.S. Army is so desperate to fill their ranks that they're going into the bottommost dregs of society to find people to lap a rifle and a helmet on them. That's what they're doing now. And they're still struggling even with that, even with all the bonuses and the propaganda they've been pushing on as well. That's fucking crazy. But I want to touch on this last part here as well where it says, those challenges in recruiting come amid a low unemployment rate. Bullshit. 
in a competitive civilian job market. Bullshit. With employers offering increased wages and benefits even for entry-level jobs. Bullshit. Okay, I know there's some bonuses going around and the wages have gone up slightly, but not in comparison with the fucking inflation, right? So this is this last part is their way of, you know, sweeping it under the rug. Oh, this is why, we're, you know, this is why it's happening. It's not because people are fed up with empire and, and endless fucking overseas wars and, and because they've heard horror stories of people getting blown up and coming back fucked up. No, it's not that. It's just that it's really hard right now because unemployment's low, which is a fucking lie. And because jobs are paying more, which is a fucking lie. And it's a competitive em- employment market, which is a fucking lie. Three fucking lies. Well, the U.S. military lies. Didn't you know that? But no, but what does this mean? What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that despite the economy being in the shitter and there's millions of people homeless on the street and people are fucking desperate, desperate, desperate for any way out of their poverty, they're still not joining the army. They're still not joining the empire. And why is that? It's because now we've had a generation that lived through Iraq and Afghanistan, lived through the imperialist wars, raising another generation that's coming into being uh, of service age, who understand the lies of empire, who understand the nature of these imperialist wars. And they're not having it. They're not that fucking stupid, even if they ain't got a high school diploma. So this is what we're seeing, guys. And to me, it's a very hopeful thing. I know, you know, there's a lot going on in the world that makes us hopeful, uh, people rising up everywhere. Uh, but sometimes it's hard to be hopeful living here in the Imperial core. You know, it seems like we're so far behind these movements. Our left is nowhere near as strong, but this is one of those things that does give me hope. You know what I'm saying? Um, because just think about it this way. This is just happening as a cultural shift. This isn't some well-organized and an oiled anti-war movement. This is just people culturally through word of mouth or, in their family being told don't join the army and so they start thinking about not joining the army and it's still hurting the military this bad it's still hurting the empire this bad now imagine if we took this cultural moment and through our left organizations through our unions pushed it even more printed propaganda really got this anti-recruitment anti-enlistment anti-war movement going we could do some serious harm to the empire some of the most serious harm, because all the things that we do, like fight for better wages, fight for health care, protest, shut down, you know, those things damage the American empire in their own way. But in a sense, the machine is so well oiled that its effect is negligible. But if you have people not joining the army or refusing to manufacture the machinery of war, then you bring the empire to its knees, man. Because let me put it this way. You can have all the walls and all the towers and all the fortresses and all the planes and all the tanks and all the bombs, all the chemical agents, all the Asian orange, the nuclear bombs, the nuclear submarines. You can have all the machinery and accoutrement of fucking war you want. But if you don't have anybody to use those instruments, then you don't have a war. And if you don't have these wars, then you don't have a fucking empire. If no, if the workers aren't willing to manufacture the machinery of war, and the lowest among us aren't willing to fight the wars, then there is no empire. There is no overseas exploitation. There is no coup d'etats of democratically elected governments around the world in the name of U.S. empire and corporatism. This is what the ground piece of a real anti-war movement can look like. This is a cultural moment that we should try to seize. 
People are joining, not joining the military of their own volition. And if we can take that energy that already exists and weaponize it and turn it into a well-oiled machine, we can do some serious harm to the empire. And by doing some serious harm to the empire, we can help alleviate the lives and the stresses and the miseries of people all around the world. So there's that, guys. But I also want to touch on one more thing, uh, another reeling out, so to speak, with this article. Um, this is just another sign of imperial decay. We have you know, ruined bridges, roads, no train system, opioid epidemic, failed response to the pandemic, millions of homeless people on the street, massive wealth inequality, corrupt, com- incredibly corrupt political system. Uh, all these things, we see the neo-colonies in Latin America breaking free slowly but surely from uh, uh, U.S. Hege- hegemony. We see, you know, the powers of the world, like in the BRICS, uh, and with Russia, China, Brazil, all that, India, slowly, even Saudi Arabia, slowly moving away from the petrodollar as the world reserve currency. And even the cultural hegemony, which I think we've especially taken for granted as a tenant of American empire globally. Uh, you know, the reach of Hollywood, the reach of uh, mainstream media, um, increasingly becoming dampened where even the empire no longer has a stranglehold of cultural hegemony which is one of the most important pieces of empire the the cultural hegemony is what upholds the pillar of the military and now we have this The, the 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 main column the 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 headstone or the arc stone of the empire is the military that you know st- spreads its tentacles all over the earth, and now we s- are beginning to see some cracks in that even, where they can't fill the ranks anymore because nobody wants to join because they know the nature of it, and I think that's incredibly hopeful, even if at this moment it's just a cultural phenomenon. But yeah, guys, that's all I have for you. Just want to do a real quick video. I know some of them have been longer recently. Um, drop a comment. Let me know what you think about this. Let me know what you think about the United States military dropping essentially any and all educational requirements to join the legion um do you think it has to do with what they're kind of painting it as is they're just struggling generally like with this cultural moment that i talked about to um fill the ranks of the military or do you think there's something maybe a bit darker a bit scarier going on with the ramped up tensions with china with the ramped up tensions with russia with this new scramble going on for colonies around the world as china sorts of uh, expands its reach with bricks and opens up its own markets in a less imperialist way, in a less predatory way, and, and the U.S. trying to scramble to keep up with that, with their own imperial longings. Do you think there, it has more to do with that, that they're trying to get as much cannon fodder as possible for these potential wars that may be coming? Drop a comment. Let me know what you think. But yeah, guys, like I said, that's all I have for you. Um, as always, it's great hanging out with you, and I'll speak with you again soon. Don't feel anything